Welcome to I'm in my 20s, the podcast where we get real about making the best of our 20s through candid and honest conversations. I always think of it like a garden, you know, like mm-hmm. like when you have a relationship, like you want to water the garden, you know, yeah. and then and, and I feel like in the roots, like it, it grows, right? I feel like throughout high school and university, I've had more like appreciation for my friends. guys and welcome to episode two of the podcast today i'm chatting with my good friend jason about how we approach life with intention from our trials and triumphs through university to figuring out what we like and our passions to the content we consume to the mindsets we've developed and how we approach our friendships and a lot more so i hope you guys gain a lot of insights from this very candid conversation enjoy have a very special guest, <laughs> my very, very good friend, Jason Hurstenen. And today we're going to be talking a bit about mindset, friendships, and anything else that our conversation flows onto. So without further ado, Jason, why don't you give an introduction of who you are? Hey guys, uh, first of all, I'm very excited. Thank you, Meg, for welcoming me into this podcast. Um, I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest, because <laughs> my first <laughs> like podcast experience, but I'm also very excited to have like really good conversations, because we always have great conversations, Meg. Yeah, uh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm Jason. My name's Jason. I'm a fourth year student at SFU. I'm studying um, economics and doing a minor in business. And yeah, that's pretty much who I am. On my spare time, I like to go for runs and also watch a lot of anime. Um, <laughs> You're so cool, yeah. Jason. Oh, no. <laughs> it's kind of a nerd, I guess. But um, yeah, just, you know, just hang out with friends and stuff. So that's me. Nice. All right. So in case y'all haven't noticed just from listening to a little bit, I think both me and Jason are a tiny bit nervous because this is his first time being on a podcast. And this is my first time interviewing someone else to be on my podcast. And so it's just to set the ground foundation again. It's going to just be like a very casual, candid conversation between me and Jason. We're like good friends. So it's not going to sound super formal. I hope. But um, in this episode, I really hope to bring in a lot of good insights from our conversation from, you know, developing a growth mindset, which is something that me and Jason both value a lot to talking about how books and people influenced our lives and community involvement. And yeah, just a lot of other things that are just relevant to living your best life in your early 20 somethings. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's do this. <laughs> Thanks, Jason, for giving a little bit of a background. Why do I feel like I'm interviewing you? Okay, no, it's okay. Let's just, you know what? Let's just talk as if no one else is listening. That'll that'll okay. make it the best. Yeah, All right, for sure. So let's start off with a little bit of background on what you've been up to lately. I know that you run a club at SFU. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more, or can you like tell me a little bit more about that club and like what inspired you to start it? Yeah, so basically the club SFU that I started with my friend Tilly is called SFU Life, and it stands for living your fullest every day. So essentially it's a personal and professional development platform where our goal is to help students with work-life balance and also offer them with career development opportunities. So I'm a really big fan of like personal development. Uh, so yeah, since like I was 14, I started reading uh, Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins, and it really inspired me, kind of opened like this world, you know, of like wow. learning how to change like your mindset to like achieve your goals or just to be like a better person, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the club is 
basically just like to help people with their own kind of skills. We did like workshops on like personal branding and also with just kind of helping you find figure out your goals. So yeah, I have a lot of like uh, ideas and my team is um, really excited to have like more projects kind of coming up. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Do you think starting this club has kind of helped you figure out a little bit more of like what you want to do in life? Because, you know, I think something that all people in our age are kind of thinking about right now is the idea of what to do after university ends because you know we're 22 and most of us are either graduating this year next year or the year after so it comes to the question of what do we do after graduation do you think your university career has kind of shaped you into realizing what you want to do after grad yeah so i feel like it definitely has like uh i really value community involvement because uh since high school i always like to like volunteer i know same with you meg right we we pretty yeah. i feel like got along more throughout like uh frog hollow right first oh, yeah. it was, like, we had accounting together right yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're head off yeah yeah but, me and jason go way back so we yeah we had accounting class together i don't know if that was a good time in, ter- in terms of class but we <laughs> over the struggles and then yeah. yeah we both did frog hollow which is a little neighborhood house near our high school and then we did a lot of youth programs there so I think both of us love getting involved in stuff so yeah keep going like how's involvement kind of shaped this for you yeah so I feel like it really started with um Frog Hollow because um being like a base leader uh, and doing like the youth programs it was really valuable throughout high mm-hmm. school and also just helping like the, the younger grades too, just transition and I felt like throughout university I wanted to do more of that because I really like um, helping people and getting just like involved and I feel like through people you could learn so much mm-hmm. and everyone has their own different experiences and I think it's just really cool just to get involved and because I feel like when you do that you start to learn more about yourself and your strengths and what kind of stuff you like to do but yeah I, I mean it's not for like everyone because um, I feel like it takes a lot of energy to go out and you know do projects and stuff but it's something I know that I enjoy and I also like I know you enjoy <laughs> as well right? yeah. yeah for sure I definitely yeah. relate in that the idea of just like helping people I definitely felt that from club involvements too it feels really fulfilling you know and I think that with your club right now you really feel that fulfillment too so do you think this is something you want to carry into your career and like yeah what's kind of your your thought on what to do after graduation right now and how does this club like help you with that yeah so to be honest like it's very hard to kind of figure out like the specific thing that I want to do like in terms of career but I know that kind of things I want to do would be in terms of like leading a team or doing something working closely with people or some those kind of qualities but in terms of specifics I think it's like very hard to like kind of know right mm-hmm. um but how about you Meg um I know like <laughs> I guess I'm turning the table a little bit here oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. but I know you just started like this podcast and you're doing your mm-hmm. co-op right at yeah. SAP and do you want to tell us about that how that's yeah. shaping yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel like an honored guest. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes aside. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like this question, it can be a stressful question to think about. Um, I actually switched from accounting into marketing. This was something that happened in my second year of university when I realized that I had chosen accounting for the wrong reasons and it wasn't really aligned with my passions because I'm like kind of like you. I really like working in teams and executing visions and seeing how it can impact people. And another big component of what I like doing is just being creative and being able to see my creative ideas come to life, whether it's like solving problems or just creating something like really cool and seeing that have an impact on people. And so I switched into marketing and now I'm on an internship at SAP working in marketing at a tech company, which I'm absolutely loving. It's really exciting. And in terms of after graduation, you know, I think we can both relate in that it's kind of scary to think about 
like planning things out exactly the way we want it to be like two years down the road. I think we both kind of know what we want to see in our lives after graduating, but it doesn't necessarily mean knowing exactly what job role, but it's more about knowing what kinds of things we want to like feel within the jobs that we do. So for us, it would be, you know, working with people, working with people who are motivated, are inspired, being able to help other people. And for me, it's also bringing in the creative aspect of that. And yeah, I just get excited by a lot of things and I'm completely open to a lot of things right now. So it's just about exploring and just knowing what our values are and just going in the right direction with that. Um, I definitely don't know what I want to do yet. I'm not graduating until 2021. So I guess I still have a bit of time to figure it out. But I'm yeah, I love taking risks. I love trying new things. I think the more things I try, you know, with switching to marketing, with starting this podcast and doing other passion projects, I'm able to better realize what I really want to focus on after my graduation. It's less so about money. Money is definitely important, but it's more so about doing something that I love. And I think as I get older, I have more and more clarity on what I love. So yeah. What about you? What do you think yeah. are the few things that you definitely want to bring into whatever you do after grad? It's I feel like it's definitely a scary time right afterwards. I mean, I'm just thinking about like after like you graduate and then since you have like, you know, you don't have that like structure, right? You have like more freedom to do things. But I feel like some of the things that I would want to do is just kind of go into like something that I just like generally enjoy or just feel like that line with my values because again like we're talking about like how like, money is like I mean it's something that it's important but it's something that I feel like you shouldn't just work for just for money right and um, there's some mm-hmm. kind of like deeper like fulfillment right yeah. so um I feel like my dream in the future I want to start like a really great business that like I enjoy mm-hmm. and when I because I really incredible. enjoy like yeah because I really like how for example with the club thing that it's pretty recent just happened like a year ago but it really kind of yeah. shifted my experience because when that started I started talking with like different club presidents and um also i found out more about how like the senate works in like this sfu and talked to like the sfss like presidents and stuff and then mm-hmm. started just like kind of knowing like how that institution works but also i'm um, just kind of learning that um there's other ways and how you can like explore the ward and enjoy that process right so mm-hmm. i feel like oh, why i'm interested like economics and business because like um with economics you kind of learn about what people's incentives are right how people make decisions and i feel like with business you work a lot with people and i know like a lot of people have i feel like a negative connotation about business of course in every field there's always corruption and with how people just want to get like make money and whatnot um but i feel like it's also just about delivering like value and i think that's cool what you're doing with marketing because mm-hmm. you're delivering value to people and that's that aspect so yeah. i want to create like a positive impact in that way but something that'd be like sustainable for the future so mm-hmm. those are some wow. things yeah, yeah, I love that. I definitely see that leadership and entrepreneurial spirit in you. So I believe in you and I support you no matter what you do. <laughs> uh, thanks, man. You too. <laughs> no problem. Um, was there ever a time in your university career where you felt very lost when you didn't exactly have this clarity yet? And how how did you navigate that? Yeah, so I feel like uh, for me, I'm really into like personality like tests, right? <laughs> I think, yeah, like, man, me cute. too. <laughs> yeah, so I realized that I feel like what I enjoyed a lot in high school was just like connecting with people and I feel like it's how I, you know, having that sense of like belonging or a sense of like like camaraderie and whatnot. But after like when we started going to like the first university, like so many friends that went to different schools, right? That I've known for like years, right? So mm-hmm. like I have like really great friends who went to like Langara, like like UBC, some like went out of school and I'm just like, you know, it's kinda hard to find that like that connection, right? And um I've actually 
started to be less involved because I wanted to focus more like on my academics and whatnot rather than like things or projects I want to be passionate about. So actually, like there was a time in my second year, I actually fell into like academic probation and I was feeling pretty like not so great, right? I wasn't like focusing or I feel like I wasn't as like like passionate and it was kind of like the struggle but I feel like when I started just kind of reaching out and understanding more about how I work and what motivates me mm-hmm. and so just looking at other people and like their habits I feel like I kind of gained that more like sense of fulfillment and confidence right mm-hmm. but something that's something that I think that's always that you continually work on it's not something that you kind of like lag behind right so mm-hmm. that's a part of that growth mindset I think that you're talking about how I relate to that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. In that period of time where you were focusing more on academics, um, did you feel like you weren't able to, you know, kind of like be yourself? Like, what was the reason why you chose to focus more on academics rather than, you know, be with people, which is, I think, is your biggest passion right now, right? What was the reason for that? And how did you kind of turn that around? Was there a moment where you realized that you weren't doing what you loved? Yeah, because I feel like sometimes studying as like students, you don't really see the value or the or purpose sometimes, I think, in some of the courses. I mean, that's for me personally, like of how mm-hmm. kind of like relates. I mean, of course, you kind of just have to go through it. But I felt that I was just focusing, I guess, so much on not just doing things that I wasn't like as like passionate about or just not balancing myself well enough or not getting enough sleep that it just kind of turned things around in a negative way right so right when I started like focusing more on my like my sleep or health I mean I'm still working on that of course oh, <laughs> I still go to bed pretty late <laughs> you know but I mean just turning like that shift and connecting more with people that or just kind of being more of yourself um I feel like that was really like an important like moment you know and or just kind of reading like books that you like enjoy right and I feel like it's kind of interesting because I like feel like inadvertently kind of raised like my grades in a bit because I was like in a better mental state because I feel like when I was like stressed a lot and just kind of focused on on that one thing I mean it could help to raise up like the grades but when you kind of have that psychological balance and you feel like things are going well I feel like that kind of like helped me through that hard time you know yeah 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 yeah, sure. and, and hanging out friends with, with people like you, you know, like, Aww, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's true, though, right? Because <laughs> the people I feel like that you hang out with um, really make like an impact. And yeah, you know. Yeah, I love that. I think that's really powerful. You know, with all that you said, I think there's two things that really stood out to me. Number one was when you talked about taking more time to take care of yourself and reading and stuff. It's kind of about grounding yourself back into what you really enjoy and kind of focusing internally on what you want rather than kind of just going with the flow of all these external pressures like, oh, get good grades, get an internship, get a job and being swept up in the hustle. But instead, I think it's really important that you brought up the point of taking the time for yourself to really ground yourself back to who you really are and taking that time to reflect, to read, to maybe journal a little bit bit and think about what you actually want I think that that's super helpful for defining the direction of your life because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people at this age especially in this society the way it's designed can get really easily swept up in the chaos of reaching the next goal of you know getting a good grade or getting a good internship or just like all these little goals that happen every single day that can be really chaotic and not give anyone time to actually breathe and take a step back and reflect in the bigger picture and think about is everything they're doing actually meaningful to them? Are they taking themselves on the right path? I think there's a big difference between focusing on a big long-term goal rather than being swept up in all these like short-term successes because, mm-hmm. you know, life is a marathon, not a race, as cheesy as it is. But I think some people tend to treat it as a race and be like, oh, I need to get these good grades. I need to get this internship. Otherwise, I won't be successful. And by taking these short-term, short-term wins, they're not really taking the time to realize what they actually want to do and they're they're not happy 
because all these short-term successes they're only happy for the moment that they reach the success and then before you know it they're like oh i need to reach the next goal i need to get a better internship i need to do even better in this course so it's like that i think it's really important that you brought in the idea of taking the time to reflect and think about what you really want to do and making sure that the long-term goal and the alignment of all these little things is actually aligned with where you want to be maybe like five or ten years from now you know definitely and also i remember we had a conversation i think last week it was just remember that random one was like after work and then it was just like (laughs) yo let's yo (laughs) we're we're gonna do the podcast right like last week or was it two weeks ago and then it's like yeah okay yeah (laughs) Yeah. but i remember you brought up this quote right it was like I think it was one that Bill Gates said, and it's that mm-hmm. people underest- like overestimate what they do in one year and mm-hmm. underestimate what they could do in 10 years, right? Yes. So yes. I feel like that really stuck with me. <laughs> totally. Cause, yeah, because I feel like um, there's so much, I feel like pressure. I mean, I mean, you know, just to, you know, get a good job and afterwards and when you graduate and just figure out things earlier when you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's so much that um, we could do if you like hold that vision like where you want like long term I feel like you know like for me I want to like start like this, <laughs> this like amazing thing in the future right it's like my yeah. dream this like, mm-hmm. like, face, like business and stuff but yeah. like I think that like motivates me because I'm like working towards that but I feel like it's not all of the things are going to be done in the one year right it's going to take mm-hmm. time and through that process mm-hmm. like you're eventually going to get there right but mm-hmm. I think it's like enjoying that process that like are you going to go through um, peaks and like valleys but you're going to like you know get to your mm-hmm. future you know yeah oh my gosh i love that quote thanks for bringing that in literally wrote that quote in my journal because when i feel unmotivated i just flip through my journal and look at it and it reminds me to go on the right path and i like what you said about the peaks and valleys because you know sometimes you know i think we all have bad days right like we all have days where we don't follow our habits we don't finish our to-do list or we just like fall off the wagon and and feel feel like a failure maybe by the end of a day but it's important to think about the sum of all the days and all the efforts that we're doing and as long as the sum or the like you know the cumulative average of all our efforts is like working towards something that we really care about i think that's what matters like it's okay to have setbacks once in a while but just got to pick yourself back up yeah definitely 100% agree yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> Great. You said it so yeah. well. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for giving me that okay hand. <laughs> I know our podcast listeners can't see this, but me and Jason <laughs> are actually like video chatting so I can see all his facial expressions. And yeah, yeah he has a really cool mustache right now going oh, on. Thanks. Oh, thanks. You're welcome, trying, man. Trying, yeah. <laughs> you're, looking, you're looking cool. All right. Oh. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to bring out and when you were talking that I think really stood out was the idea of surrounding yourself by the right people that motivate you and really connecting with those people. So can you like talk a little bit about what kinds of people you want to surround yourself with and how they've helped you out? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like the kind of people that helped me through like my time when, you know, I was about to get basically like kicked out of SFU, right? <laughs> so basically like i forgot to mention in that time too i was into like a lot of like youtube stuff at the same time as well so yeah. i mean i was focused on academics but i feel like my mind was like so like out of school that mm-hmm. i had to kind of make like a decision and stuff um mm-hmm. to like kind of refocus to like where my direction is but um the kind of people i feel like that i'm starting myself now is just people who are like motivated or people who are similar to like who I want to be or who is like really like me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think people who are like kind and generous and people that like there for you you know what I mean yeah because yeah, as if I go deep right now, like, like yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I kind of, kind of want to share this because yeah, yeah, I know like like you know about this, but like in mm. early January, like one of my like good friends like passed away. 
and yeah. that was like a hard like emotional toll right um during that time like you know I was grateful because I don't have like a lot of like people that passed away so this one was like I didn't know how to like deal with it mm-hmm. and whatnot so yeah I, I talked with like some like my good friends and stuff and you know because I'm used to being like that guy who's like you know oh my oh we try to be like positive and like you know I can get through stuff like I'm invincible you know yeah. <laughs> but, but life's like nah <laughs> it's, it's not always like that right so yeah at that time um I kind of like really knew like who like my friends were when I t- could talk with them and people who like message or just kind of say like what's up and I feel like that gave me a sense of like um like security you know that there's mm-hmm. I feel like people that are there for you like no matter like how you're feeling if you're feeling uh great or if you're not I feel like it's part of like the human experience right of just um kind of accepting like your emotions and kind of working through them like with your friends right mm-hmm. and I think it's like part of the journey that I'm slowly like discovering too you know that yeah. we all have like challenges and I feel like it's good to not kind of just gloss over them but you know you can work through them like together or I mean you know with people that you can trust you know if, yeah. if there's things that you need to go through so yeah. yeah yeah so I feel like yeah so um yeah I feel like people yeah that are just like there for you and people who are who you believe will have like a long-term like friendship with you know and I remember you talked about that too right like people you kind of see like having a friendship in the future mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah for sure yeah I love that I think it's so important when when times get rough it's the people that are still there for you in your hard times not just here for your happy times they're the ones that that are the ones you should hold on to right because I think there's a lot of friendships in life and we all, you know, both of us, I think we both know a lot of people, but Mm -hmm. it's about knowing who the handful, like the small handful of people are that are actually the friendships that will last a lifetime. Sometimes it can be hard to tell, but I think in times Mm -hmm. where we go through struggles or low points and it's about the people who are actually here to check up on us and really like carry us or not really carry, but more like hold our hands through that, make sure we're okay and offer the emotional support as a friend through those tough times, you know, that really differentiates a normal friend from, you know, a close friend. So yeah, thanks for bringing that in. And beyond the closeness, I also agree the idea of sharing the same values is super important. So what kinds of values do you look for in the people that you try to surround yourself with? Mm, I feel like uh, some of the values of people who like treat others well. Also, I would say like people who also just kind of value like happiness or having fun too you know people are good to be around you know so it's gonna sound like people yeah. are fun it's gonna be like people are motivated but you know that balance you know what I mean yeah yeah um yeah how about you yeah. yeah oh my gosh you just you just gave me an epiphany all right you just gave me <laughs> yeah. an epiphany. let me let me talk about this right now yeah so, let's go. The, three, the three pillars of a lifelong friendship number one <laughs> yeah. they're here for you like emotionally as a friend they're here for you they value your friendships just as much as you value theirs. Mm-hmm. Number two, they share the same values as you, as in, you know, whether it's your mindset or, you know, the, like you talked about, like positivity, all these things so that you can relate and you can help each other grow. Mm-hmm. And the third thing, having fun, very important, is that <laughs> you can both also have a good time together, you know, like you actually enjoy each other's company, like maybe you share yeah. the same humor, hu- humor, I can't English, humor. Yeah, humor, humor. humor. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, the emotional support, sharing the same values and actually enjoying each other's company and actually having a good time. I think those three things are essential to a lifelong friendship. And mm-hmm. with all the friendships that we do encounter in our lives, it's it's actually pretty, pretty rare to meet someone who can actually have all three. 
So I feel like whenever I do become really close to a friend and I see that all three things are present, like we're both there for each other, we share the same values and we both have a great time together. I really make sure to invest a lot in that and make sure that this friendship stays. And that's another thing is that good friendships will stay without having to put in way too much effort in worrying about it staying, right? Because mm-hmm. checking up on them or messaging them is not going to feel like a chore. It's just going to feel like, oh, like I want to message my good friend and check up on them today. So yeah. yeah, I guess my point is like with these three pillars, I can really know which friendships in my life really matter to me. And I feel a lot of comfort in that right now. You know, at this stage in life, I think I have a very clear idea of which friendships really matter. But I think Mm. earlier in life, especially in like high school or early university, it was really hard for me to tell which friendships actually matter to me. A lot of friendships felt kind of superficial. It's kind of like, oh, Mm -hmm. we're in the same club or we're in the same class, we're in the same orientation group. So maybe we should be friends. But then eventually one of these pillars or maybe a couple of these pillars actually aren't there. Like they fall down. Like maybe we don't share the same values. Maybe they're not here emotionally for you. Or maybe you just like don't actually have a good time with them. And then I realize that and it becomes the matter of actually realizing who your true friends are. And I think that's a journey that we go on, you know, from high school to university. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you think you kind of went on that journey too in like high school and early uni? And do you think right now you're in a good place to know who your real friends are? Yeah, I feel like relationships like in general, right, are just very important to like know and I feel really good about the people who are in my life and I remember I heard from like a friend like a good example like for like relationships especially ones that are closer is like I think the great great ones are ones that are forced but as you're seeing that happen effortlessly I feel like it's it's always great to like just like recognize like those people that you really are grateful for I always think of it like a garden you know Mm, like when you have a relationship like you want to water the garden you know yeah and then I feel like in the roots like it it grows right you know yeah and then like throughout the years like throughout high school and university I feel like I've had more like appreciation for my friends because I feel like you know when you're surrounded by them a lot it's like really great but when they like away for a long time it's like oh man like (laughs) you know they're great of course it's great to have like friends lover but yeah I feel like relationships it's something that I've been thinking about a lot because I really believe that they're like the keystone to like having like a fulfilling life. And I feel like it's not just like relationships with friends, but with what you study, what, what you work, like all these things come together. And actually once like inspired this thought was cause like I was watching this Ted talk on this group of researchers that did this study and they studied like these people for like decades, right? And then they try to find out like what differentiated their success or or not like just, like success but level of happiness. Mm-hmm. And they all had different jobs. Like ha- some had like really like professional ones, and some just had. I mean, just I mean, all jobs are like great, right? But I mean, they all had like, different kinds of careers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what really differentiated their level of happiness was like their quality of like that relationship. So I'm mm-hmm. like just harnessing them like as you go and figure that out more like throughout life. I think it's it's very important to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I really mean, I think so too. I think the people you surround yourself with are so important. And that's that's something you you brought in in a conversation we had previously. It's like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's important to think about who we're spending all our time with mostly and trying to make sure that we're not spending our time with the wrong people because they actually have an influence on us too. It's kind of interesting because I noticed that when mm. I spend more time with a certain person, um, we start sharing the values. I start adopting some of their values. And <laughs> more on the funny side is that I start laughing like them or sometimes I start using <laughs> or yeah. talking like them which is like oh god I'm turning into you but yeah. I think that's a 
yeah, that's a pretty literal reflection of you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time. Yeah, with. definitely. Yeah, I feel like especially like when I like text you and then I talk about your passion project, and then I just get super hyped. I don't know, <laughs> like like I'm not usually like, hyped for the day, and I'm like, yo, yo, like, all caps. But yeah, it rubs off on you, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and also just like, yeah, you brought that up too. Just the energy, you know? When I'm with my best friends, like when I'm with you, mm-hmm. I feel like we get more energy from spending time with each other and talking to each other. Whereas if I'm with someone who maybe like doesn't have one of those three pillars or doesn't share the same values as me, it's like the energy level kind of goes down. But, you know, people that energize you, like hold on to those people, man. Like exactly. they're rare to come by. They're they're so cool. Like you're so cool, man. Yeah, you're so cool. Oh, stop. <laughs> you're blushing. You're so <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, man, seriously. But I want to move on to the next thing is just beyond friendships, what kinds of other things have influenced you? Because I know that you're really into like self-development, mm-hmm. kind of like me. Like I'm also really into self-development. So yeah. it's about like the content we consume, right? And I'm just like thinking about the people listening to this podcast right now. Like maybe not everyone's super into self-development. So maybe like a bit of a background. How did you get into self-development? Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing right now to focus on that? Yeah, for sure. So I love like self-development because it's like the one told you about that book, right? Um, yeah. It, it, I was just, I don't know what was doing that day. I was just like doing homework or something in high school. And then my brother like gives me this book. I think my brother and my dad. And I'm like, oh, what is this? And then <laughs> and then it was from like Tony Robbins because he's he's like a life coach and also like a, like a business strategist that's like coach like presidents and athletes. And mm-hmm. to get from like, you know, for example, like some athletes who are like lower ranking to like gold, basically like a peak performance coach. And I was like, oh, how does he do this? And then basically when I was reading the book, there's a lot of like quotes on like different like philosophers or psychologists and people. And that really inspired me because it just kind of showed me like what you can do with like, because in this age too, like where we're living, there's so much information and sometimes it could be like really noisy, right? But like when you learn from like the greats of like, you know, from for anything, right? There's, there's like these patterns, right? And I was like really like curious about how, you know, how do you like advance your life or how do you like change it? And of course, it's, it's an ongoing thing, but it really kind of shaped me. When I was younger, I was actually like pretty shy. Mm. Uh, some people, they don't believe me because I'm like, I'm pretty like extroverted, right? <laughs> yeah, but, you're really extroverted. <laughs> yeah, right? But um, I feel like just kind of like help me learn more about like myself right and there's this like quote by isaac newton that like you stand on the shoulders of giants so essentially like learning from people who've like done like great things it kind of inspired me give me more confidence for like the future and and it makes me want to look more into like oh what can i do in myself for like my health or like my goals or the people i surround myself with that will lead me to like higher sense of like fulfillment you know so that's just something i've always been kind of like obsessed with (laughs) and I, i would like research like videos and stuff on like those things yeah I don't know. How about you? Like, hmm. what, yeah. what got you got you to it? You know? Yeah, for sure. I like yeah. that journey. I think it, I just stumbled into my life by a form of chance. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. some reason. Actually, Cyrus. Cyrus is like one of me and Jason's good friends. Like, the three of us are like a trio. Three musketeers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this one Christmas, Cyrus gave me a book um, yeah. by Mark Manson. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, what is this? I've never really read a quote-unquote, like, nonfiction book before. Because before, I always, like, read, like, you know, like, Pretty Little Liars or, like, <laughs> those those other books, like The Hunger Games and stuff. But then I was like, oh, what is this book? So I brought that book with me on a ski trip. And I flipped through it. And I re- actually read the whole thing on the ski trip. And it was a book about self-development. It was about mindset. It was about how do you how do you approach the world in a way where you can actually live better, And it was a very counterintuitive book and it was really cool. 
And I was like, whoa, wait, I never really thought about the idea of actually like hacking my mindset before, right? Like this was a totally new idea for me. I think I was like 18 years old at the time when I read that book. And, but I was like, whoa, self-development is a thing. We can change our mindsets. We can enhance the way we live to live a better life. And I think this book was the first introduction to that for me. And then after reading that book, I got really into this idea and I kind of became obsessed with the idea of bettering myself. But obviously there's a there's a fine line between a healthy obsession and an unhealthy one. I think it's unhealthy to be so obsessive with self-development that you just read and consume this content and not actually act on it. But I think right now I've striked a really good balance between consuming content and actually taking action to implement what I'm learning into my life. So yeah, that's kind of like the journey I went on. So what kinds of content do you consume now that's related to self-development and how have you introduced that into your life right now? Yeah, I really like what you brought up too with um, consuming, but also like acting on it because it's like so much information, right? That could be like useful, but it's not not until I feel like you you find what's useful and and just take action with with what pertains to your life, right? So that yeah. may seem kind of vague, but, but you know what I mean, right? It's just <laughs> yeah, like I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So because um, sometimes it's like, oh yeah, I get motivated, do this and that, but it's not until like you identify your situation and you're like okay, why am I, like, sad? Like, what's happening with this? And then, like, oh, it's going to motivate me for, you know? It depends on the... It's all about, like, context, I think, right? Cool. Um, that's what I think. But I forgot the question, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, well, what kinds of, like, self-development content are you, like, consuming in your life right now? And how are you kind of implementing that? Mm, yeah, so I basically, like, I fall, like, love, like, different... I guess we talked about this term before, like, by influencers, but, like, different, like, influencers, influencers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different people who are just, like, kind of into that, right? Yeah. So, I'm watching, like, you know, like, Impact Theory, like, Tom, Tom Bueller, right? And oh. then, um, there's, like, Lewis House, and they, like, interview a bunch of people who do, like, great things, and that, like, inspires me. Or I just see, like, on my Instagram, and just having that followed. And, um, I don't read as much now but if you guys have podcast suggestions let me know yeah. <laughs> I, feel like I, do, I do like podcasts and books and some like the most influential books too that I really enjoy were like I, I said before like Unlimited Power but also Waking the Giant Within by Tony Robbins um mm. The Seven Habits of High Effective People oh that The Soul Art of Not Giving a Fuck oh, by Mark Manson yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got an audible it was it's really good yeah, Ooh, yeah. um because it makes you like think differently right and also how to win friends and influence people that was like a really interesting one because i was wrote by dale connergy and like way back in the 90s right right but it's a really like influential book for me because it just kind of was like oh how do you like interact with people and stuff or public speaking mm-hmm. and it's like oh you need yeah. to try it and it's like like for example like remembering names like i think yeah. that's such like a useful thing right man i'm it, so like, bad at remembering names no <laughs> no like <laughs> me too but uh, you just like write them down or something after but I think that really, that, like, one thing, like, really, like, impacted me because when, like, I remember people's names, like, it's, like, that emotional connection, right? It's, like, for example, if you have, like, a dog, you just name it dog. It's not, like, as... Hey, You're dog. Like, How's it going? Hey, dog. I don't said to your friends, right? Or, hey, friend number one. How's it going? <laughs> exactly, right? Friend number number 70? <laughs> number 70? Oh, number 70. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. How is friend number two doing? Yeah. Oh, no. Right? But I would say, like, Meg. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, Meg. She's, like, a super awesome person, right? Like, whoa. <laughs> so, it's like, so those key things, right? Even if they, like, I feel like you read a book and it's, like, you don't get a lot. And there's, like, one key thing. It's, like, I think like that makes it worth it, you know? I don't know. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on, like, content and, like, books and stuff? Yeah, for sure. 
I, I love that you're consuming so much good content. I, I also do the same. I have a yep. big stack of books on my bookshelf right now. I'm staring right at it. Yep. <laughs> actually, a huge chunk were the books that you gave me actually oh, right. more a while ago. So <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, um, no yeah I've, been, I've been reading a lot more. Yeah. And yeah, I also consume a lot of podcasts and follow a lot of, I don't like the word influences, but more so I want to say like content creators who yep. are very inspirational and focus on self-development. So like yeah. on YouTube, I follow Matt. Matt Diavella. Yeah, the man. man. He is he is my favorite YouTuber. He is so cool. Um, <laughs> like yeah. his content is just so inspiring. He talks about minimalism, productivity, how to live a better life. And his videos are always so relevant and motivating to me. And I also follow other people like Nathaniel Drew, um, Captain Sinbad, some other people like Rowena Sai, Best Dressed, like Ashley. Yeah, just a lot of lifestyle YouTubers. They're really influential. I think it's really important to realize that the content you consume is actually really powerful in shaping the way you live too, right? Because like if you're consuming bad content all day, like you're consuming things that aren't useful to you, then your brain's going to be focused on that for a lot of the time. And our brains are actually really powerful machines. Like we can consume so much information in just a split second. So that's why I think the stuff that you surround yourself with, like whether it's the people stuff you're reading the stuff you're consuming online the stuff you're spending your time doing is so essential to shaping the way that you live and it really shows you know mm -hmm. when you show up into a room it really does show like the person that you are definitely definitely because like i feel like if you just surround yourself with things or people or like content that's like not useful to you it just it does like it's like what you input it's like the input output thing right if you're yeah. inputting a lot of like good stuff of course it's like Great. I, I like that you mentioned that because um, I'm just really grateful to like, you know, live here in Canada and have great friends and stuff. And it's just mm -hmm. like, it, I feel like all that just kind of uh, makes you like, you know, I don't know, just I don't feel good, you know, but just kind of like, <laughs> like take advantage of like the resources here, you know, like make use of like the time. Right. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. it's good content, like stuff that you feed your mind. And yeah, I really believe that it's really important, you know, mm -hmm, definitely. Mm -hmm. So besides the consumption part, what kinds of things have you been doing in your life, like on a day to day to actually implement the stuff that you're learning? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so sometimes I would write like quotes that I really find like, influential and stuff like in a notebook. So I usually have like a notebook that I carry around and also so I just put some on like my wall. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, and I just like take notes and just, um, yeah, do a little bit of like journaling mm -hmm. and and all that kind of stuff. Whenever like I have like an idea, because before I would have like like a whole like book of like ideas and plans and stuff but sometimes I won't act accordingly so I always like try to like right away just schedule the time like if you're gonna meet up with this person like schedule it you know I'm gonna like like do this assignment like that I'm gonna hang out with this friend like it's just like trying to like have this habit of action mm -hmm. um because I feel like why I also got into personal development thing too because I'm like I was pretty lazy you know I'm still kind of lazy sometimes <laughs> but I mean like I, I <laughs> but I feel like by doing this it's kind of like puts me in situations like if i'm gonna have a meeting with my team it's like it's scheduled you know like there's like mm. the time for this so yeah that's something that i try to like practice but mm, of course i'm not like perfect but <laughs> it's something that i try to cultivate just that's good. um schedule and act you know like do do right mm -hmm, yeah, that's good do. you're like putting little triggers in your life to make sure that you're actually taking action right yeah definitely like the habit loop right like um exactly i don't know how you said it <laughs> yeah the yeah, habit how, that's that's true yeah like have you um wait have we talked about that book um the power of habit by Charles duhigg 
Have you heard of oh, it? Oh, yes, I've read it. I actually, well, I didn't read it, but I listened to the whole book on Audible. Oh, yeah, great, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's so good, like, to kind of realize, like, your cues and then um, the routines, because, I mean, it's really helpful just to know, like, what, what kind of habits you have, right? But, yeah, sometimes I'm trying to practice, but, of course, you know, <laughs> this always work out as fun. But how about you? Like, like, what do you do to practice, like, mm-hmm. the personal development stuff? Oh, man, man, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> What do I do? That's a that's yeah, a great question. Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell us. Um, yeah, I definitely also do the same thing as you. I try to create these action plans to make sure I actually follow through on them. And it's been working out. You know, I use lists. I have a list on my wall. I use sticky notes. I use calendar blocks to make sure I'm taking action. I think the majority of the stuff that I implement is actually like mindset related. Like it's in my mind. It's like yeah. I, I feel like my mindset has just matured a lot over these years ever since reading self-development mm-hmm. books and consuming self-development content. I'm able to see things in a new light. Like, for example... Maybe in high school or years ago, I would have been really bugged by something really small and worried about all this stuff for a long time that doesn't actually matter. But now when something bad happens to me, like a problem or I face a failure, I'm really able to take my mindset and reframe that in a way that is positive and that I can use as a way to grow from from my future actions, you know? So I think the biggest switch for me in self-development was the change in my mindset. And I would say that I'm a pretty positive person and I haven't actually felt negative emotions in a long time because I think that no matter what happens in life, there is always a bright side to it. And I, I feel like being negative and being sad over things isn't going to do anything. You know, it's just taking up your time, taking up space in your brain for no good reason. Of course, it's good to like be emotional and like cry when you need to. But I tend not to dwell on issues for too long if they're things that I can't mm-hmm. fix. And if it's something that I can fix, then I actually mm-hmm. take action for that and reframe that, it as a positive thing. So awesome. for me, it's definitely a mindset shift. Yeah. Yeah, because you focus on like basically like what you can control, right? And just try to not dwell on what you can't control, right? And when you focus on what you can't control, I feel like you have that more, like, control. I mean, the more, like, um, <laughs> more control. <laughs> like, you have more, like, power to, like, you know, you feel, I feel like you... Oh, you also get like a greater sense of like like achievement too, I guess, right? When you can mm-hmm. focus on like the things that are like within like your reach rather mm-hmm. than like external factors, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. mindset's so powerful. How do you yeah. think your mind shift or sorry, your mind sh- <laughs> can English. <laughs> How do you think your mindset has morphed over the years? Oh, I feel like I'm definitely like a bit like more mature. Not just because of like a mustache and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> This is like a recent experiment, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like when I look at myself in the mirror, I was like, past few days, like when I started, I was like, wow, like I look so old. But like, yeah. it's also kind of like, like motivating, right? I'm like, yeah, I gotta do more stuff, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah, just in terms of maturity, I think I'm just thinking more like long term because I feel like in the recent years, I'm pretty like. I don't know if I should say like happy go lucky, but I mean I'm just pretty like spontaneous or I mean I just good to have that creativity, but I'm thinking yeah. like, oh I gotta be more serious about like my decisions. Like if I'm gonna work on this like this project, like I'm just gonna like try to, you know, go full out or like my education, I'm gonna like get this done, you know. I'm not gonna like be too complacent. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how it shifts. But definitely I feel like habits are a little bit better but still can work on because I uh, still, you know, sleep and stuff is still, you know, going to bed late. <laughs> That's always something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like a lot of ideas, but like, oh, I can't sleep, right? Yo, but relate, relate. Really, really, really. 
But yeah. yeah, how about you? Yeah, dude, wait. First of all, the staying up late and thinking about ideas thing, I relate so hard. I think <laughs> we both like messaged each other like in the AM hours before we're like, yo, Meg or yo, Jason, like I yeah. can't sleep. Like yeah. I'm so excited about these ideas. Like I can't sleep. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's so vivid, right? And it is yeah. like, it's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I'm trying to like find ways to deal with that because I usually just put like cartoons or like anime in the background just to like kind of dull it. <laughs> But I'm trying to just, you know, try to get that set time, like go to bed this time. But I mean, it's pretty hard, right? Because you're like, it's oh, hard. I want to just, right? And then, yeah. Some, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely hard. I know what you mean. Yeah. And it also yeah. comes in the question of what kinds of things are, are just a part of you and are not worth trying to change because it's just part of you versus what kinds of things are actually issues that you're trying to change, right? Like the thing about staying up with a lot of crazy ideas, I think for you and I, I think that's that's a really cool quality is that we're both we're both dreamers and we both just always are bubbling with really exciting things that we want to do. Yeah. And the challenge is how do you take that into action? And then when it cuts into our sleep, <laughs> yes. sometimes yeah, that can like prevent us from actually taking action for it when we're like yeah. lacking on sleep the next day. So Definitely. like yeah. I'm really bad at like that. I mean, I mentioned that quite a bit to the podcast, but because <laughs> <laughs> like if I like, go like I'm going to go to like work, but then the day before I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do like three hours is fine. I could just work. But like oh, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a bad habit. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's good that you have like the driver right? and I'm glad that you know like that energy but i feel like it's kind of just trying to use it at the right times right <laughs> or just know when to sh- know when to shut down right definitely definitely yeah i yeah. think um earlier when you were talking about mindset you mentioned focusing more on long term rather than just like these spontaneous bursts of energy um yeah. i definitely relate to that too in terms of how my mindset shifted i think i touched on this earlier too in the conversation is just focusing on more long-term rather than just short-term, maybe sometimes superficial or just vanity successes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And rather like taking more of a long-term approach and more of a mature approach to things. And I think in terms of just like bringing these crazy ideas (laughs) into actual like action, that's something that I think both of us have struggled with. And it's the question of how do we focus in on what's actually important instead of dipping our toes or dipping our minds into like five or 10 different things that we want to do, but not actually going far with any of them. And I think we've both made a lot of progress in that. I can see like for you, you yeah. focus more on SFU life and I see you going so far with your club and really being able to make mm. a lot of progress in that. And for me, I'm finally starting this podcast and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm, I think I'm really proud of us for actually being able mm. to calm our crazy ideas down a little bit and actually ground it into reality and try to take maybe one or two ideas and take them a lot further yeah definitely because it's just like um, a quote that i really love and it's like um but i try i actually think about throughout the day and it's like wait i actually write down my wall that's what i'm reading <laughs> oh yeah that's why you're looking to the side <laughs> yeah I look at the side yeah. God, i was like mad <laughs> no, no but it's like it's uh, like concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand um, because like the sun's rays don't burn until brought into focus. So basically, like I feel like what my issue was sometimes when I'm like off balance is because like I'm like oh I have some ideas I'm gonna like I'm gonna do this a project I'm gonna have this meeting at this time um, I'm gonna like I'm gonna go for a run in this day that there's like so much you can do right but yeah. like. I feel like when you narrow it down to like just a few important things, like, okay, I'm going to have this podcast with Meg and then I'm going to have this call later, right? Like, I feel yeah. like I can have more mental space and not like stress because like there's more focus brought into fewer things, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's good to like cultivate those things. And I'm glad like when you start your podcast, right? You're like, mm-hmm. have that focus, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think it's good to have like those exciting ideas, but like it's a kind of just, you know, not like rush into it, right? Like, and that's what I'm trying to like kind of work on and 
I think it's been useful in my life. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, like, just generally on, you know, being in your early 20s? Do you think this is a scary time, an exciting time? And how are you kind of approaching this time? I think that I feel that... Hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, I don't know. It's a big... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. No, I'm just joking. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. Who knows what's going on? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's, it's a mess now. No, but, but like, really, it's it's kind of crazy because I'm like thinking that because you're 22. I'm turning 22 this year, right? Yeah. Like in eight years, will be 30. Wow, dude. Sorry. Sorry, I cut you off. I just said. Oh. Like, it's kind of crazy that I turned 22. Like, yeah, I feel old. Right? But also, I shouldn't say that because I know I'm young. But also, no, it's, like, that's... a scary thought. Yeah, it yeah. is. Because, like, I'm thinking, like, in eight years, we're going to be 30. And I'm Bro, like... don't say oh, that. <laughs> no, but, but I feel like it gets things in perspective, right? Like... Yeah. Like, since we're in the 20s, I feel like it's a time where it's, like, it can be exciting, but also, it, it all depends, I think, on the individual, what they want to do in the future, right? And, like, yeah. I think it's a good time to explore and to try new things, and that's what I'm trying to do right now, right? I think it's all part of that journey, right, you know? Yeah. And I think it's that confusing time where you're trying to find, like, your your, your purpose of it, too, and, like, what yeah. you want to do. as Definitely. But also, it's, like, you're an adult, but you, we just kind of became adults, <laughs> you know? You know? Yo, yeah. Uh, so I feel like a lot of mixed feelings about it, and then mm-hmm. sometimes I get into like existential crisis. You know, <laughs> no, like, I know. I'm like, why? <laughs> who am I? Right. But I feel like it's okay. I mean, just to kind of also accept that's okay to be uncertain about things because there's a lot of fear, right? But there's also a lot of things that could be, you know, great about it too. You know, like yeah, definitely. How, how about you? Everything you said kind of like echoes what I think too. I think. I relate, man. Like, I'm confused. I, I think this is a scary time because, like you said, we're, we're adults, but also we just became adults. So it's like, it feels like we should have it figured out, but also we're kind of also too young to know exactly what we're supposed to be doing. I think of it as like this transitional period in our lives where we're morphing from like adolescent into like real adults and yeah, yeah. kind of setting the foundation for the rest of our lives, which sounds kind of terrifying. But also, yeah, you never really know what the future holds. I, I definitely agree. I think this is the time to explore, try different things, get to know yourself more, and obviously always keep those long-term goals in mind. Yeah, I think it's a really exciting time. I don't really want to think of it as like the peak years because I want to think that we'll never peak until we're like at the peak of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that's so awesome. Oh my god. But also, I think... I think every single decade and period in our lives serves an important purpose. And I think the 20s is an especially important period of our lives because we have all this freedom. And as scary as it sounds, I think by the time we're 30 or like past our 30s, we're going to be probably settling down with a partner, like getting married, maybe having children. And by that time, it's like our lives have shifted. Like we have less freedom to explore. So I think we really need to take advantage of these years and try to live it up as best as we can and build a good foundation, right? Definitely. And if you're like in school or if you're not in school and it's just like, you know, I feel like it's just about exploring those experiences and just like kind of like making the most out of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, or trying to, you know, trying your best. Yeah, right? trying to. That's yeah. very important, too. It's like not mm-hmm. feeling the pressure to have to have it all figured out, you know, like I don't yeah. think you or I ever really feel like we've completely got it all figured out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like the world's always changing stuff and yeah it's crazy yeah it's gonna be it's good. pretty crazy well I think we talked about a lot of cool stuff yeah so, wow of course is there anything else you want to add to this like any last words or any huge epiphanies that just popped into your mind that you want to bring in um I don't know like 
I, I remember when I, whenever I watched like podcast interviews, is always that last question, right? <laughs> yeah. Like anything you want to add? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, now it's Can my you prepare turn. for this? <laughs> like, oh shoot, oh shoot. Oh but, shoot! Yeah. Like, uh, if you plan on going like SFU or want to check out our events, sorry, kind of like promotion, but don't actually, man. Yeah. Go for it. Promo all you want. Jason's yeah. cool. Trust me. Like, I'm, he's not paying me to promote his stuff. Like, genuinely, I believe in everything he does. So. Oh, stop! You're so great. <laughs> Okay, Aww, you're gonna make uh, me cry. So, okay, sorry, go okay, on. Okay, so um so yeah, my club's called like SFU Life. That's SFU and L Y F E. So it's just they can find on Instagram or Facebook if you're interested in coming to our events. Um a lot of them are free. I think we're gonna have a one collaboration one where it's you have like a paid tickets, but I think some of like the funds kinda go to where it's like, you know, like a charity and stuff. If you want to check out like our events and stuff, you can follow us on like social media. Yeah, <laughs> but, but after, of course, the virus and everything. But, oh but yeah, social distancing is important. Yeah, and um, yeah, also like can follow me on Instagram too. I just kind of oh. post some like random like videos and just like personal development stuff too on Jason Hersonen. How do you so, spell Jason Hersonen? Oh, sorry, it's quite a long name. So, yeah, so it's J A Y. S-O-N, and then my last name is H-U-R-S-T-I-N-E-N. So yeah, so yeah, I just, I don't know, like, posting just stuff that makes me happy, and um, yeah, because, like, my one of my missions, I guess, I forgot to mention this, like, my mission yeah. in life, but, like, I really want to ask why, like, I do community involvement, like, why, so like, why, like, I try to cultivate this as best as I can, because I know, like, I'm, I'm not perfect and stuff, of course, but um, and I want to create like a positive impact in the world. And I really feel like in life, it's all like about like giving, you know, like I feel like that's Aww. what Tony Robbins said, like the secret to living is giving. And I thought about that a lot. And when you give your time to others or people or like to things that you love, then I feel like that will ultimately, I feel like give you a greater sense of fulfillment. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so that's, that, that's, that's powerful. Like, my favorite like uh anyways yeah yeah. oh that's amazing i think you really live by that i feel like you spread positive energy everywhere you go oh oh, thanks Meg. yeah Uh, seriously yeah i really appreciate you having me on the podcast Mm -hmm. i was a bit nervous in the beginning of course but i'm really (laughs) i'm really happy like how i didn't even feel like an hour like i just felt like you know we're just having a conversation and i hope that people like you guys who are listening i hope that you uh, get some value from this because and also stay tuned to meg's um, podcast because I know I'll, I'll be listening. <laughs> so you guys gotta listen too, okay? So you guys gotta oh, listen shucks. up. You guys gotta listen up because she has a lot of great content and a lot of things that, that I feel like will help a lot of people. So, aw, yeah. thanks, Jason. You just did my closing for me. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm just no kidding. Yeah. Aw, that's so nice of you. But thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thanks, of course. I'm always happy to. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of the podcast. In case you can't tell, me and Jason were definitely both pretty nervous, but that was so much fun. And I'm so glad that I was able to chat with him just about our approach to life and just living it with intention. Um, follow us on Instagram at I'm in my 20s to stay up to date with all our latest episodes. I'll be releasing new episodes every single Tuesday. And I'm so excited to keep this project going. Thanks so much for supporting me just by listening. And I hope you guys all have an amazing day. Till next Tuesday. Bye.